Heart. You gotta have heart. Miles and miles of heart. What is heart? Heart is running through a return man when the game is on the line. Heart is giving everything you have in practice, day after day. Heart is finding the strength to run down the field one more time when you can barely breathe. The heart in me pumps Husker Red. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Five Heart Podcast, brought to you by Coronation, hosted on Jittery Monkey. Dot com. I am Greg Mahochko, one half of the founding founding team of the Jerry Monkey Podcast Network. You might not know that. I don't talk about it a whole lot. Uh, the other guy, he, he's not really affiliated anymore. But I still call myself a co-founder. I don't want to take all the credit. Uh, but anyway, I am, of course, co-host of this show, joined as always by my good friend, fellow Husker fan, and longtime broadcast buddy, Brian Toll. Brian, 28 weeks in. How you feeling? Like we're in the third trimester. <laughs> okay. So a little bloated. Uh, <laughs> that's the first thing I went to. I don't know. Um, a little water retention. A little water retention. Uh, Got let, some heartburn going. Well, let's talk about some of the big uh, stories that uh, came out of Nebraska athletics this week. Uh, one of the bigger stories... It is kind Craven of Craven pickles. Hmm. Craven pickles. Craven no, no chocolate covered or or, or I, don't, I don't know. Never mind. Moving on. You're disgusting. Anyway. No, I, I was going to say chocolate yeah, covered something anyway. else. I, it was not going to have anything to do with pickles. Um, mm-hmm. Jariah Horn. Did we get some conflicting information? Uh, because as you know, just a couple days ago, uh, it was in the uh, LJS that this would have been, I guess, Tuesday night or Wednesday morning when this was posted, that he was going to be meeting with coaches Wednesday. Is it official? Is is Dry Horn no longer in? Yeah, I posted that, sir. Well, that's what I thought. If, see, if he, read coordinate, if he reads coordination, folks, he'd know this. But since he doesn't read coordination, since he only, he only goes to the side to post his hot take now that is not even um, podcast. That that's not even the the truth, sir. How dare you? I just you know How there was you, there was conflicting information. There was a tweet, and then there was confusion. So all right, I just want. Nah, he's gone. Okay, I just want to confirm it. Was that so hard? Why do you have to be grumpy? A, a grumpy Gus about it. So I'm that guy. Okay. All right. So Jariah Horn and uh, Nick Fuller. Also, um, I would say. And, and tell me if I'm off base. The dry horn departure is a bit more surprising, perhaps, than Nick Fuller. Uh, yeah, Fuller wasn't really surprised. He just he was his minutes had gone down mm-hmm. every year, and it's to the point you know you're like, yeah, you know, is he really going to play? Is he going to, you know, he's not going to see the floor much except for mop up time. And that's you know it's not the personal against the kid. I mean, no, Nebraska's no, no. count level is getting that better, and you know Nebraska did their duty. Yeah, he's got his he's got his degree, and you know he could probably go to a mid major. Probably not do too bad. Who would so um, like give a team 
off the top of your head that might benefit from having a Nick Fuller on as a as a graduate transfer? I mean, would, would there be any team that that was playing here in the last couple of days that would benefit from him? Or uh, I don't know, maybe Wisconsin Green Bay. Okay, I mean, he came from Wisconsin, so like, like I'm in major school in Wisconsin, uh, a like, Central like, Michigan, like a UW something Madison, like that, or you know, something like that. I, I doubt it's I doubt it's a Power Five um, right. school. What I so. say? No, not 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 U Dub Madison. Obviously, U Dub Milwaukee or something. Oh yeah, yeah. That would that would not be the worst thing. Mark, you know, probably high is highest that he could look for is Marvin Marquette. Okay, or something like that. Which should be around his, you know, his neighborhood. Not something. I mean, I don't know if he's a player on that because, you know, I, I, I granted they're a ten seed this year in the tournament and they played last night as you listen to this, but I don't know how what their talent level is. So, but but. As a mid-major, I think he's looking real good to be a player. But, you know, and, and you can argue that it's probably a guy that Nebraska shouldn't even gotten. As in, you know, probably a guy that shouldn't have been recruited by Nebraska. But the way I say it is this. It's not his fault he had to play. And, you know, mm-hmm. Nebraska, you know, Nebraska, it's not like Nebraska ditched him at the altar. You know, it's not really, he has his degree. Right, yeah. You know, Nebraska's fulfilled his their their obligation to him academically. Yeah. So, so it's a hard it's a hard thing. I mean, you know, you, you feel bad because you know you sh- I'm, he's one of the harder working kids, so it's not like he's screwed around or anything. Sure, no, no. So, and the fact that he's going on, you know, and pursuing something like a, a graduate transfer to play. You know, I I got no problem with that. I mean, like you said, Nebraska held up their end of the bargain. They made sure that he got you know the the student part done. He has his degree, and now it's up to him. He can you know go find happiness elsewhere. You know, I, uh, you can go to Hawaii for a year. Ooh. I don't know. Uh, uh, you know, the, the the there's a there's a big recruiting. I don't know for for any sport. I mean, if you think about it, there, there's such, such a big, like, draw, a, 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 an allure to come come to Hawaii, play for Hawaii. But, man, the travel on those, the, you know, mom and dad wanting to go and, and you know, watch their kid play home games, forget about it. I mean, it's, there's yeah. no, there's no, and, and I'm not, I've never been to Hawaii myself. I, I don't know if there's yeah. ever any buzz on any of the islands to, you know, watch their, their home university, you know, I mean, it, 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 no idea. I imagine that with Hawaii, there's so much else to do that. Think about it. You're, you're, and I don't know this for certain, so just bear with me, but think about it. You can just go out of your, out of your dorm and be in paradise. And, yeah. But, and, and, Pop and a coconut off a tree and well, maybe not. I don't know. But and, and again, that's part of the allure. But you know, they don't ever fill up that stadium. I'm sure they have. They remember Nebraska went to that um, invitational a couple years ago. Their their tournament and it looks like a fair amount of people go. I mean, I'm pretty sure that you know there's not that much to do at Honolulu. Well, I'm, you know, I'm talking, like, and, and we're talking basketball, and so I should have specified. Yeah. I, I can't imagine on it's, the football side filled. of things. I can't imagine that football stadium fills up. Hey man, when Colt Brennan was there, 
Remember? I do, oh. and and he was doing very well. But what's he doing now? Probably still making residual income on that NFL contract he had. Fair enough. And what are we doing? <laughs> We're mentioning him in passing. <laughs> exactly on our podcast, which is he, for he free. Went, if I remember right, he went to New York. He played in a BCS Bowl and went to New York for the Heisman finalists. That's not bad, you know. Which is better than what Randy Moss did. Well, Randy Moss did the same thing. But he didn't get a BCS Bowl. Because he would have been pre-BCS. Uh, yeah. Not by much, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, not by much. Yeah, you remember the, remember the, what was it, the first? The Dark Ages? No, they played that bowl game against Mississippi, and I think it was like in the uh, Silver Dome. I, Mississippi score, Miss Ole Miss scored like on the first play, and everybody in the world knew it was Moss was getting a nine round, and he just torched the corner, and it was just beautiful. And all of a sudden, Ole Miss was like, "Hey, hey, hey they're good." <laughs> so, so I don't remember right. that specifically. No, um, Horn Lehman, Horn Lehman. It's not great. I kind of wish he would have stayed a little bit. I, I get. I think the problem with Jirai is this. He didn't play defense that good. I mean, let's just let's just be blunt. His offense his offense was tolerable for a freshman, but his defense was just oof. You know? Where where I mean, we, we talked at kind of at length last week about about Tim Miles. I mean that the defense side has to come from you know, coaching a kid up and, and getting him prepared, right? I mean that's you know, the fundamentals and I mean, part oh. of it's one two, you do. So, so, I mean, let's be honest. Part of it's one two. Yeah. Long story short, and you know, you either want to be a good defender or you, you, you don't. don't. I mean, it's not. It's not like it's a. I wouldn't say being a good defender is a caveat for. You know, being a good basketball player. So. No, no, I. And I'm just being front. I'm just being honest. You know how many. How many good offensive players do you know that just mail it in on defense? James Harden, LeBron James of the Rockets. He's not very good on defense. He's not because and 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 I don't follow the NBA, but you know from time to time I'll get a I get SB Nation video or something like that pop up in my feed, and it says uh, uh, Harden's excellent defense here, and it's the guy with the ball. The, you know the the handler goes right past him, and he just casually throws an arm out like, eh, maybe I'll stop him, maybe I won't. So, Or anybody in Chicago. Yeah. Just saying. Um, but they're so, better than everybody in St. Louis. So. Oh, everybody it, uh, on the uh, uh, St. Louis N- NBA team? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm, I, just, I myself am which, better than the St. Louis NBA team. You know, you know who the St. Louis NBA team is better than? Creighton? The Wisconsin baseball team. Ooh. I thought we were going to stay on, on baseball, or I mean on basketball. Yeah. but uh, Yeah, but I'm just being honest. Hey, yeah. uh, okay, so you go first about Wisconsin baseball. They're they're just as good as St. Louis NBA basketball. Oh, okay. Which is just as good as St. Louis NFL football. <laughs> you know what? I, it, to, to that point, I did, I did roll a tear. When the Rams left, because that was my only opportunity every eight years to see the Steelers without having to travel for it. So Chicago's not that short of a drive. Chicago's four. Well, let's see. Where I used to live, it was four hours. Now it's probably four and a half. 
It's actually probably just as close for me to go to either Nashville or Kansas City. Indianapolis, from where I'm at now, is probably about four hours. So, I mean, they're around, but again, you've got to travel some. Yeah, it is what it is. So, I mean, it could be worse. I'm, you know, I could be in Billings, Montana or something like that. Don't know why that one jumped in my... You can be a baseball fan and live in, like, Alabama. Oh, God. Where you have, like, Braves and that's it. Braves or maybe Astros. Rangers. Astros. Rangers. I would I would say that Astros are probably if you're if you're in Alabama, Cincinnati. Now Cincinnati. No, Cincinnati is a good good chunk away from Alabama. Just as far as Houston. I don't know. I don't have a globe out in Got front it. of me. Um. Anyway, uh, it's now officially uh, time that all the all the J skirts can forget about the J and focus on the skirts part. With a round of applause there, yay. Uh, because they fell to Rhode Island, uh, which is just fun. Well. Uh, poor uh, poor Hoss Reuter, he's not going to know what to do. Now that yeah, it is. Builds character. <laughs> Puts hair in your ass. Awkward. <laughs> Hadn't looked. He could, talk, look. <laughs> he could talk more about the Bob Diaco. Yes, it's time that he really focused on football, I think. <clears throat> and while uh, while while we made that smooth transition to, to football, uh, spring practices have been going on. Refresh my memory again, the date of the spring game. Is it April 1st? Tax day. Oh, oh wow, really? So it's April it's, 15th. It seems like it's later this year than normal. Is that just how they've spread out the, the yeah. practices or it? Kind of. I mean, the, the <clears throat> when they started taking off spring break week, yeah. one's kind of pushed it back a smidgens. Fair. Now, so. refresh my memory, and maybe for for anyone out there who may not be a hundred percent sure. Um, Your name is Greg, for sure. Yes, for sure. Yes, thank you. Uh, what all? Now they're they're having practices twice a week, right? Give or no. take. Three times a week. Okay, sorry. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturdays. Okay. And it was last uh, week that they quote-unquote popped the pads for the first time? Yep, they can't. They got to wait. Per NCAA rules, they got to wait um, until two practices, until okay. third practice. All right. So, like, for example, Keyshawn was just cleared for the last Thursday practice before spring break, which was two days ago. Mm-hmm. So technically, by NCAA rule, he can't put on pad. He couldn't put on pads Thursday. The first uh, practice they come back, which is like the twenty eighth, sure ish, he can't put on pads. Then, so after he's medically cleared, he still has to wait two yeah. more practices. It's called it's called acclimation. Yeah, it's okay, the acclimation period. Okay. Technically, I don't know if they can. I don't know if they can go on pads the first practice back because they've been gone for X amount of time. I'm sure they could. I'm not 100 percent sure, but but Fairly Keyshawn definitely certain. can't be in pads. And hmm. Then that Thursday practice on the 30th, I think he can go on pads for the first time. Okay. I, I mean, that's 
I knew that there was, you know, a, a period where they had to go without pads because obviously that builds anticipation for that first day um, that you can, you know, put on the pads and actually hit somebody. What, uh, you know, for for the people who like their news and information in the audio form versus the written form, what has been going on? What What's the overall feeling or or you know mentality what what are we learning you know a few week uh, a couple weeks into to the practices now i think that i think the main thing you have to realize is that the defense has is just diaco's insane energy everybody's seen videos of it everybody's heard talking about it and diaco's just just a puppy on espresso with a diesel shoved up him <laughs> You know, if if I owned an espresso um, bar near North Stadium, I just I'd retire on the guy probably. Um, and, and not only that, but eventually you probably you probably that, have to name a drink after him. Probably, um, I, I think also something else you got to realize is uh, um, something you want to take into account the secondary thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the it's interesting how Kalu. It's interesting how they put Kalu on safety, and I don't know if it's because Kalu. Who's a pretty short safety? That would be six six foot. But I think it's more they want to get Lamar Jackson on the field. I could see. I could definitely see that. And I'm down with that. And, um, and uh, Jackson's probably a better athlete. I don't know if he's got, you know, um, I would say last year that scheme wise, Kalu obviously had the upper hand. But with this new scheme, everybody's going to start in a little level playing field. That helps Jackson's athletically. Do you um, think you know. that it is a situation of Kalu? Typically, you know, there's we've seen in the past, uh, you know, traditionally speaking, some of the and and I don't say this to disparage any of the other defensemen, but you know, safety has that opportunity to kind of make that final call, read, you know, read uh, a formation, things like that. Do you think that Kalu's back there because he's been on the field a little bit longer and maybe is a little bit more knowledgeable that he can, you know, kind of kind of be that on the field general, so to speak? I don't know about that. I will say that maybe they're worried about the second safety besides Karen and Aaron Williams. Um, my question for Sin is why would they not put Kyron and both Williams back there at the same time? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, my question is do they have an issue with um, Antonio Reed, you know, because it's not like Clue ran with the ones on Thursday. So, you know, Kyron and Aaron Williams are both, I want to say strong safeties. So I wonder if they're having an issue with free safety. And the way they've been kind of skittish about playing Aaron, you know, Antonio Reed last year, it would kind of make sense to me. Um, remember, that's the spot that Jerry was at. And, you know when he could stay on the damn field, if he was actually really good at it. You know, so I was like, Who's, "Who the hell's Jerry?" Nathan Gary. <laughs> oh, you know. Brian. And these guys, I'm, I'm sure these guys are doing their homework now and doing everything they can to get the starting spot. So, yeah, I, I, th- I think uh, I, I would hope that if if nothing else came of that, that that was a nice reminder to the rest of the team that. Studies are important, kids. I mean, it, it, you at least have to look like you're trying. And and uh, but we're not. We'll we'll talk more about him when we get into the the pro day. Uh, the one of, thing I'll say about Kalu, okay, 
and any of the seniors like the Marcus Newbies and such like that, they're on their third defensive coordinator in four years. It's true. Okay. Um, Clue's on his third secondary coach. Uh, Newbie's on his – well, he's kind of – hasn't had to change linebacker coaches, but he's still on his third defense, you know. So it's going to be interesting to see what these guys, you know, you always want continuity, but Nebraska's kind of had this little, well, new guy revolving door going, especially secondary coach. And I think of Dante Williams and the Elliott Duke and stay for more than two years. I think something's going to be really good happening with that because they just simply haven't had it in the last seven, eight years. So, I um, I'll say this from 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 a standpoint of you know continuity. If if you need to make a change, you need to make a change. I mean, I think that that's despite you know it being yeah being the third defensive coordinator in four years. Obviously, uh, you know Riley came in brought brought his guy on, but yeah. So these guys, but Banker leaving. And that was done for a reason because we needed results. I mean, anytime that you have a a transition, you know that that doesn't go as uh, ideally, you know, then when when you have to make a change after such a short amount of time, and it's not just Nebraska, but you know every you know school at, at some point I think's probably experienced something like that. I mean, look at Nebraska men's basketball team and how many assistant coaches that you know some of these guys have had in their tenure there so it's you know it's unfortunate but I think you know that by the time you're 20 21 years old it doesn't matter if you're I mean there there are some schools that have had a you know look at for example not not necessarily apples to apples but uh uh, the Cleveland Browns have had a you know 16 quarterbacks in the last 10 seasons so you know that's a bad example because the Browns suck. The paycheck offsets it too, no matter what. Well, yeah. But anyway, you know what I'm saying. I hope. If they just stayed with Tim Couch, yeah. they wouldn't have this issue. <laughs> uh, let's talk. We mentioned uh, a few moments ago uh, Nathan Gary. He was one of a few uh, former Huskers that had pro day this past week and yeah. Yeah? okay you know pro day is um pro day is like your spring game pro day is an infomercial continue okay but it well, th- wouldn't you say it's effective or no it's effective if you're a higher end guy because they want to make sure they're spending the right damn money on it. Um, and I would also say if you're a really fringe guy, it helps. Okay? But there's something you've got to be able to show that you didn't, A, show at the Combine. Or well, be just absolutely wow somebody. The only guy that was close to that was Brandon Riley on his 40. But it, it, and, I, and I guess maybe Tommy was a little fast, you know, pretty fast too. But, you know... I think it benefited Tommy the from last, the fact that he was healthy. Yeah. The last guy I remember it helping pro day was Kenny Bell. True. Um, 
that that got got him into a draft into the draft. He wasn't going to be drafted until then. So, so it's it's always seems to be few and far between. I still think I still think Nathan's a lower lower um, round draftee. I, I don't even know if he gets picked. Do you think, I think that I think be- there's only one? I think there's only one solid guy, and still Seathen. Do you, you think know? that because of how his, we'll say, the last, yeah, we'll do this. We'll do the last calendar year of of his career at Nebraska. Do you think that that? I mean, because I think the numbers are there for Gary. The numbers are there. I don't think the targeting thing matters. But I it's, really don't. But it's the the last two months of class or, or six weeks yeah, or four weeks or whatever it was. It's it's when you have the ability to finish something off and finish your career off and you skate. You just you just don't show that you give three and a half bucks, you know. It, you know, it, what's what's what do they say about character? Characters what you are when no one's watching what you are when nobody's watching. Yeah. You know? No one's no one gave a damn Nick Gary what the the only priest that cared if Nate Gary went to class was the fans of Nebraska and the players of Nebraska and you know for four years for cheering him on you know supporting him when he was a linebacker and then a safety and then wanted to start and started right out of high you know college college high school Mm -hmm. Um, that's a pretty shitty way to finish a career I mean bluntly so I don't know I mean maybe maybe they look at more but I look at a guy that if he can't go to school for the last three weeks, two classes, two classes. Mm-hmm. Okay. If he can't go to two classes for the last whatever it is of, of, of his football career, you know, you're going to trust him, you know, making it to 8 a.m. meetings. You're going to trust him to making it to walk around. You know what I mean? You can I, trust him to study a playbook. You can try to send the watch film. I understand that. I think, and this is me just freestyling here, but I think that because his focus was football, I think that when there's, you know, especially when there's a paycheck involved, that he'd, he'd absolutely care more and and do those things that he needed to do that, that he ultimately failed to do. You know, and like we mentioned in the final month of, of classes or three weeks of classes, whatever it was. If you, if you think about it, like you said, two classes, three weeks, that's six classes. You know, I mean, that's... That's six classes? And is that what you said? Two classes a week? The last... Well, two classes a week, the last, what, four weeks of the Oh, I thought you said three weeks. Semester. So, so I, three, four weeks of the semester. All right. But, you know, everybody says, hey, money changes you. You'll want to go get money. Okay. How many guys in the NFL have we said that about? And once they get the guaranteed signing bonus in their name, they really give three and a half issues about it. That's oh yeah, that's possible. I Johnny Manziel waves high from Care, Texas. You so. know, um, and I'm not saying that Nathan will get a big. You know, here's the deal with Nathan. Here's the deal with Nathan. Let's say he doesn't work out in the NFL. Okay. Let's say he's a he's a practice squad player. Now he has makes no degree to fall back on. Makes five grand a week, you know. Second season gets cut, doesn't get picked up. Guess what? He can come back to Lincoln. And this is true for about 80% of the guys who you remember the last 10 years or whatever. 
you can come back to Lincoln. You can go back to Sioux Falls. Hey, I started in Nebraska three or four years. You'll get some good job. You know, granted, yeah, you have your bachelor's, but you'll get some cool job. You know, you'll get some cool deal where you put your name in front of a, you know, John John Medley's freaking, hi, I'm Nate Gary for who's going to do it windows. I trust these guys with my place and why should, you know. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the way it is in every college town. You know, he goes back to Sioux Falls. And, you know, I started four years in Nebraska. Come by this bad Bloody Mary at this bar. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, for lack of a better is term. Is it really that big of a pressure, you know? Right. And lack of, for, for a lack of a better way to put it, you know, it, like you said, if, if things, you know, in if we're talking, to, you know, March of 2019 and Nate Gary's washed out of football, and, and we don't, we're not saying that, we want that to happen. That's not the case. I mean, nobody knows. I mean, nobody knows right. what's going to happen. Maybe he right. won't be. You know, right. You know. But I mean, if, if, if that's how his career ended out football wise, then yeah, what you're talking about is essentially, you know, whoring himself out, you know, for, for endorsements, things like that. So not, not the, not the most PC way to, to state it, but you know, it's like, Hey, come buy a bad margarita. Hey, you know, now I, I'm, I got Great example of this, you know, if you live in Lincoln, you've seen, and everybody's seen it, okay, um, how many of these, you know, how many of these seniors, you know, all of a sudden going, go to like Gateway Mall and do signing tours for yeah. like three hours? Yeah. You know, how many, how many, you know, Michael Rose Ivy is a great example right now. You know, one of the first things he did when his, after the bull game is here, look at all these, um, Jerseys I got for sale. I got this jersey. I got all three. I got the four uh, alter- alternate jerseys. Right. I had. Yep. I got this home jersey. I got this bowl jersey, you know. And the whole green scheme of things, nobody cares. Nobody you saw, cares, you saw you a know. lot of that stuff on, you know, like on Twitter eBay. and things like that. So Twitter, you see it on eBay. I mean, uh, perfect example. There, you know, there's a, a little... Husker Army Group on Facebook, okay, and they're trying to raise money for Steve Warren's project, and that's cool and everything. What's the first thing they're selling? A signed Jordan Westerkamp jersey. Yeah, how much did Jordan get for that? You wonder. Uh, probably not much. Uh, probably more than you think. Think so? Yeah, I, guessing. I don't know. Three hundred, four hundred. Yeah, like, but again, grand scheme of things, not much. Well, yeah, but. Guess what? To them, three hundred four hundred pays the rent. Sure, three hundred four hundred gets a month and a half of groceries. Three hundred four hundred is less money got to ask for an agent. You know, speaking of him, I mean, you know, is he going to be something that you know? Is he going to be a free agent? Is he going to somebody going to take a seventh round flyer on him, even though he's been hurt? You know, I I still say he he's going to get drafted. I don't know exactly where, but I got to. Pretty good idea. It's where where all the uh, where all the where all the short white guys get drafted. So or, he's going to join Rex Burkhead. Yeah, don't get me started on that. That that news broke, and I I I died a uh, little on the inside. Here's the thing. Right. Now I want nothing more than to be able to root for Huskers at the next level. 
couldn't root for it, but, but just based on my my team, I'm a Steelers fan. No, don't no shy away from that. Based on that, I, there's so many I can't root for. Couldn't really root for Randy Gregory. Couldn't root for Rex Burkhead because he's in the division, a division rival. I can't root for Vincent Valentine. I mean, all the guys who were there, you know, on the uh, on the Redskins, I really had no problem with. You know, you know these <laughs> these rules are honestly stupid, and you should feel bad. I don't feel bad. You they are stupid, bad. but I don't feel bad. They still shouldn't feel bad. Well, I'm, I don't feel bad about it. I really don't. You know, it's, it's like, it's like, it's like the Mighty Ducks. Okay. Yeah, I don't have to like Iceland. It's like the Mighty Ducks. I, what? Oh, I'm sorry. You're you're not talking about the movie. The Mighty Ducks, the movie. Yeah. Okay. You can enjoy the sharks, but you can cheer for a player on the Ducks. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. I. I no. I, I can't do it. You son of a bitch. I know. I feel horrible-ish. Yeah, but you know what? You don't even cheer for, like, Sidney Crosby. I'm a Blues fan. Exactly. But I'll say this. if the When the Blues were eliminated last year, I did root for the Penguins in the Cup, in the finals. You remember who the Blues eliminated on their way to their eventual elimination? You're insufferable fucking prick is what you are. The, I'll tell you what, though. Those are some good series uh, that they had both with Chicago and Dallas. That was... Yeah. Yeah, and Dallas now second to last in the, in the West. I'm going to fire everybody. I can't Things help that. Great. I can't help that. Yeah. But at least you don't have Dave Backus to kick around anymore. No, I miss Dave Backus. I miss Brian Elliott, too. Hey, they've won five in a row as of this recording. I'll give you Anthony Amy. Um, a bag of chocolate donuts. <laughs> no, we're okay. We we got rid of Kevin Shattenkirk. Sent him over to, uh, and I say that not. I say that not in a way of like, yeah, we got rid of that dead weight. No, I. I mean, they they traded him for uh, a couple prospects or something. So, Keith Kachuk wouldn't tolerate this bullshit. He wouldn't. Um, real yeah, quick, you know what? But you always want to dog. You know, you want to dog on the stars last year. I didn't dog on him. I just said, uh, who 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 who'd the Blues beat? But I didn't dog him. I said it was a great series. It won seven games. You know, else was a great series. You're gonna say you're the Sharks when they when they beat no, the Blues? No, 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 no. The '99 Stanley Cup Finals. I, all I know is that uh, <laughs> you remember who scored the game-winning goal in Buffalo? Uh huh. It was in the crease, uh-huh. and nobody gave her a rat's ass because Dominic Hasek sucked. Oh. I'm sorry. Who was that? Who scored that goal? You know who. No, no, no. I want to hear you say it. I, I don't want to say it. Now, you make me say David Freeze had a goddamn home run. <laughs> I didn't make you say that. You have before. I, I, so say it. Was he... Uh, I was trying to think of the, the, uh, the nickname. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was Brett Hull, wasn't it? It was Brett Hull. Yeah. See? You know who you know who had the assist on that goal? <sighs> if I remember right, I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I remember. Stu Barnes. That, that's way, way out of my. Uh, that all was almost twenty that, years ago. All I know is that Mike Badano has more seeing the cup rings than Jeremy Roenick, and that's all I care about. <sighs> uh, real I'm cold, quick, I'm a cold son of a bitch. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I'll tell you this. Uh. Danny White. Okay. Um, who's the dude that played quarterback for a game last year for the Patriots and broke their leg? 
dude. I don't know. He's the he's the one dude from uh, Jacoby Brissett. That's him. Okay. Jared Lorenzen. Name sounds familiar. Okay, the fat dude from Kentucky. Yes. They all have more rings than Dan Marino does. That makes me so sad. <sighs> that makes that makes me so sad. Nobody cares. I and and the reason being, I mean, like pick out any like backup punter. I know that's not really even a thing, but that that was on a winning team and you're like that guy's got more Super Bowl rings than Dan Marino. And that's a shame because Dan Marino was one of the best. So You know how many guys you, you know how many guys I'll pick out in the finals have more uh, NBA championships than Charles Barkley? All of them. Uh, a lot of them. Um yeah, that's just Luke Long Luke Longley. Luke Longley has three NBA championship rings. Hey, what's been your biggest surprise in in the first couple days of of the NCAA tournament? That I have a bracket that has more than fifty percent of winning. Yay! I don't have a bracket. Did you? you what? You didn't enter the coronation NCAA tournament pool? Uh, you know, I wanted to. I even clicked the link and everything, but apparently you have to have a Yahoo email address, and I don't have a Yahoo, and I'm not going to make a Yahoo one just for just for. Uh, that so no i didn't i didn't partake are you russian what the hell man no god i'm sorry i'm sorry oh. sb nation break away from yahoo it's see. okay no don't be that guy i'm sorry if you want me to participate you got to do something other than yahoo yahoo sucks that guy don't be that guy i have we have 22 we have 30 games correct as we're 30 games played as we record this mm-hmm the last two games are being played right now. And I'm going to win that one, and I'm going to win the other two. I'm going to be 24 of 32. Well done. That's tolerable. All I know is that I filled out for the second year in a row. I, I bought a square in one of those uh, boards. You know, you pay 25 bucks, and and you win if the final score ends in certain numbers. Yeah. And I haven't won anything yet, so... So, here's the, here's the teams I missed, okay? I called an upset on Eastern Tennessee State because I thought they were going to beat Florida. Womp womp. Mistake. Yep. I thought Marquette would beat the trash going to South Carolina. How'd that work out womp, for you? Womp. Not good, Bob. <laughs> I had Vanderbilt until... You know, the smart guy decided to foul with 20 seconds left on purpose. Yeah, that was on purpose slash accident. Oh, by the way, how's it know that we now we now cheer for the the worst basketball program in Power 5 history? Yeah, that hurt. My gosh, that hurt. But it's okay, guys. Just wait a few years. It'll be there in like 8, 10 years, right? right. No, no, no. Next year. I, call it, I, I said it last week. Ne- next year. I picked Maryland. Well, that was a mistake. In hindsight, sacks. Sorry, sorry, they finished the year two and five, if I remember right. Good call. I picked VCU on the upset over St. Mary's. I probably should have not done that. So I'm the guy that thinks Randy Bennett should come over and take over for ten miles. Stupid. Um, I picked Michigan State over Miami. That looked like a really good pick the first like eight minutes of the game. So, 
Now, I do admit, well, I'm going to admit one thing. I did think Creighton would beat Rhode Island. I think most people did. I did pick Kansas State over Cincinnati. Cincinnati just didn't impress me this year for some reason. Better than the Wildcats, mind you, but I'm going to get UCLA. I'm going to get Kentucky. So I'm going to have 24-32. And, uh, well, see how good that is in the coordination tournament. I'm ranked 58th out of 140th. Well, you're in the top, not quite the top third, but you're close. Somebody has 20, two people have 27 out of 32 right now. That's not bad. It's tolerable. Let's see if anybody's, I want to see if any, who's anybody got any zeros. Maybe I'm mean like that. Anything's possible. Right. I know, I know Ryan Reuter picked, you know, he was upset that Creighton lost. And well, he, I'm going to pronounce his name wrong because he should be picking Creighton. Yeah, son of a bitch. Pause. Yeah. Oh man, look how many people didn't fill out their brackets. I know I'm one of them. Oh, that includes our David McGee, and he's the basketball guy. You think he would know better? Oh, I'm going to call him out on this. Um, Ryan Ryan is dead last for those people that picked. Um, teams. Well, nobody's perfect. So, uh, real quick before we get out of here, want to say that uh, earlier today, at uh, the on the home field with the home cooking, the Nebraska baseball team took care of business against the College of Charleston, ten to one. Nice little write up there you can find at coronation dot com, courtesy of. Keith April. I didn't do it. Oh, okay. I found Keith in Vegas playing the stupidest three teamers known to me and kind of hitting them. So I saw the. Uh, I thought I saw that your name was on it. So my bad. Guy hit a guy hit a three teamer for seven hundred and included Middle Tennessee State. The freshest of hell. Whatever. <laughs> so that'll do it, as far as I know, Brian, for <laughs> this episode of. The Five Heart Podcast, because it's getting late, and I am I am the tired. What are you old? Yeah, I had a mentally exhausting day today. Did you? I I'm not gonna lie, folks. I sit behind a desk most of the day because I'm I'm a something of a car salesman. Some days, um, it's it, it today was a long day. I am I'm exhausted. There are. I had a long I had a long day because of spring break and then I came home to see my wife and mother in law tearing up my house. So that's not good. What the hell they do? It that looks for? better now. It looks better now because okay. they decided to take a they decided to take our office and say, you know what, this needs to be Emerson's playroom. Yeah, it's, it seems like that's going to make sense. So, mm. so that does it for episode number twenty eight of the five heart yeah. podcast and next week we'll that be back third trimester yeah baby we'll be back next week with uh more enthusiasm hopefully a little more yeah. caffeine and or sleep and uh and more husker conversation here on coronation's five heart podcast on the jittery monkey podcast network my name is greg mahachko for my broadcast buddy mr brian toll thanks for listening thanks for sharing thanks for getting the word out like us on facebook follow us on twitter and just remember that five heart is all the heart you need. Go Big Red. 
This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.